when you and I are faced with problems, there's always lots of stuff that come against us all at the same time. And it's very important to know what not to do when things don't work according to plan. It's almost more important to know what not to do than it is to know what to do. Because if we go the wrong direction, everything can go sideways and we can really end up with a lot of trouble. So today we're specifically looking at a few pointers what not to do when things don't work according to plan. So please stay tuned until after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Hello and welcome to today's show. This is so great to have you with me and for me it's a privilege to be with you as always. Now Today I'm going to speak on something that's maybe a little bit contrary and uh, the title of today's message is what not to do when things don't work according to plan. Everyone wants to always tell us what to do when things don't work out but it's very important also to know what not to do. So I'm just going to give you a few pointers and a few keys that I believe is very important and very necessary for you and I not to do when things do not go according to plan. And as you know, there's always stuff that happens that we didn't plan for, things that we didn't envision. And even when we sit and we plan thoroughly, there are always something maybe even very tiny and very small that we do not see when we embark on whatever mission or whatever uh, plan we, we are trying to accomplish or any goal that we uh, try to accomplish. And that's why it's so important for us to know these keys as well. And before we go there, you and I need to understand that there are natural laws that govern everything. And when you and I work with these laws and work within and according to these laws, that helps us to really get to the place where we need to get to. Because if we don't, then it's one of these things that also inhibit us from being successful or uh, receiving and attaining the results that we want to achieve. And that is a very important point to remember. And remember you as a leader, you have to take authority over all these things. And whatever goes, whether it goes smooth or whether it goes according to plan or whether it does not go according to plan, you have to make the decisions. You have to make the call. Because when you do this in a confident way, then people will be drawn to you because they, uh, they want someone who they can look up to. They want someone who they can uh, follow. And I know as a leader, you don't necessarily want to follow some other people, but it's also very important for you and I to listen to the right people, to, to listen to the right advice. And the first thing that we can then 
also look at what not to do is not to listen to everyone's advice because everyone is going to give you advice and everyone is going to think that their advice is absolutely supreme and that's the be all of everything and that's very important for you and I to realize because when you and I hear things from all different directions to sift through these things and really make the right decision is not always so easy as you know and that's why it's so important you can listen to people you can even uh, ask advice of of multiple people because uh, there's a proverb that says in a multitude of counselors there is safety so it is true but you need to know who to ask these questions to who to listen to because it's it's vital that you know who you can trust especially in times of trouble when things do not work out and it seems as if everything is just going down so that's one of the things that that i want to encourage you to really look at be very very sensitive and very picky who you listen to and whose advice you just push to the side and um, on the second one is where we also do not take advice here is maybe more a positive one it may be that someone that you do not regard or that hasn't really shown in the past that they have good advice but be open and be sensitive because it can be someone a very junior person or a person who's for example just a laborer or something be open because that person may just have the idea he may just have one or two words that can just pull you through and put you um, right back on track again and the the next pointer which is also very uh, vital for us to look at is fear when fear grips you then it just uh, can take you totally in the wrong direction and that's not so easy not to fear when it seems as if things are not working out and all of a sudden it seems as if prices are escalating and problems are escalating and people are just getting negative and people don't want to work together and it just seems as if it is total chaos this is not time to fear this is time to step back to look at everything positive and to really encourage yourself and inspire yourself so that you know what you are capable of you know the team that is around you who you can trust who you cannot trust it's very important not to fear because when you fear everything starts going the wrong direction because now you basically have faith in all the negative stuff that's what fear really is faith is just having faith or fear is just having faith in all the negative things whereas when you have faith that's a positive force and you look at all the the, the positive things the the um, the things that energize and the all the, the forces that work together all the laws that work together to get you to where you need to go to that's when faith kicks in and you can just move forward when fear kicks in absolutely the negative happens and when you 
take this fear upon you, then the things that you fear is actually going to come on you. You know, uh, to use a, an example here, you've heard many times um, when something bad happens, someone will say, I knew this was going to happen. I just knew it. But on the other hand, if they knew so well that that negative thing was going to happen, why didn't they um, think on positive things? Why didn't they counter that and say, no, this is going to happen and stick to that? And that applies to you and I as well. So when you look at things and when circumstances seem as if they don't want to work out, then don't go the fear direction because that is only going to draw the negative stuff to you. But when you uh, walk in faith and you trust and whatever planning you have done, even if you have to adjust, and many times it's a very, very small adjustment that you have to make, that will take you through. And if you have to make corrections, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It happens with everyone. I don't think there's one single person on the face of the earth that set up a plan and everything worked out exactly according to that plan. They may say so, but there are always things where we have to course correct. I've, I've listened to uh, a, an example of uh, what someone gave with the, with the space missions, with the Apollo missions many, many years ago, uh, several decades ago. And one of the astronauts, uh, when he was interviewed, he said, on one of those missions, they had to course correct virtually every few minutes. And he said there were times where, now this was in the early days, I mean, they don't have, they didn't have the, the technology and especially the computing power and everything that we have today. But he said sometimes they even had to make course corrections like 90 degrees and even more just to get back on, on their path, on their trajectory, on their path, um, and so that they can reach where they were heading to. And that's very important to, to understand as well. And one of the things that he said, the closer they got to the moon, the, the, um, the course corrections got smaller and smaller. They didn't have these massive course corrections as they had uh, during other uh, areas or during other times on this mission. And, and that is very encouraging as well. So in the beginning, there may be major things that need to be corrected. But as you go along, it'll just uh, become easier and easier because the goal, the end result is right there. And then the next thing that uh, we should not do is to do drastic changes. Do not do those drastic changes. When you think something is going to happen, don't overreact. Stay calm and step back and really look at everything. Like they say, do not um, react to, to certain things that happen, but respond. And the way that you uh, can respond is really by stepping back, looking at everything from a um, uh, perspective of uh, looking at what needs to be done and how things can be corrected. But if you just snap and just um, have those, those overreactions almost, that is when we make mistakes 
where we should not make those decisions in the first place. So that's very vital. So don't just snap and, and uh, react. Step back, take your time, uh, evaluate everything, and then you respond to those uh, um, situations or to those uh, situations that arise, those problems that arise. And, and remember, when we, as we are there, remember, uh, I think it's in the Japanese language where they said there is no really a word for problem, for things, you know, problems that, things that can go wrong. The word in, in their language for problem means opportunities. So do not look at a problem in a negative way. Look at when a problem arises, look at it as an opportunity, how you can move forward, how you can overcome what you are faced with at this time and at this moment, so that you can get this whole ship, so to speak, so that you can get it to port, so that you can deliver on what you set out to deliver, so that you can do it on time, so that you can do it either on budget or below budget, and so that we can, you can do everything right as it's supposed to be. And that is what brings the satisfaction also, isn't it? It's that satisfaction when you see things are coming um, and it's working out. And like this one man that I also uh, listen to often, he says, when he first envisions a project, he says he, he lives himself so much into this project. It's so real to him. It's so tangible that he can really almost touch it. And people would ask him, for example, when they, when they build a building, auditorium or something. And when this auditorium is inaugurated and they basically start um, using it in the physical and everything is complete, the construction is complete, all the, the decor and everything, the equipment is installed. He says, many times people ask him, but aren't you excited uh, about this building? You don't even really look excited. But he said his excitement was months before when he envisioned it and he looked at this, at this project and he looked at all the details and as he planned everything and as he put everything together, that is the excitement. And you will uh, know what I'm talking about if you've been there. So that is another important thing to, to remember. Another thing not to do is to make decisions when you are tired. Do not make decisions when you are tired. I have made decisions in my life when I was tired. And um, there, were, there was even, even fairly recently where there was a time where I didn't sleep much. I would wake up in the night and I would just lay awake. And eventually I would get up and I would go and uh, do some work. I would read or whatever. And then I would go back to bed again, but I just didn't sleep. I would sleep like three, four hours a night. Now I know there are people that can uh, go with that little bit of sleep, but for me, I need a little bit more sleep than that. I really need to rest. And I, I realized that uh, there's a lot of things that um, I really made seriously bad decisions. And then something happened in my 
in my mind, it was, uh, it was one night. Let me just give you a solution to that then. It happened one night and I have shared with you on this show how important it is to control your mind, to stay focused. And if you do not control your mind, your mind is just going to go all over the place and do whatever it wants. And you are the only one that can really control your mind. So what happened with me many years ago, I, I sort of trained myself to control my mind. I would I get up normally, I get up very early in the morning, but in the afternoons, late afternoon, then I just need uh, what they call a power nap. I just need to go and lie down for, for 20, 30 minutes. And then I'm fine. And then I can go on again. And what I trained myself to do, I would go and lie down and my mind would go all over the show. And I would tell my mind, no, you're not going there. I'm here to, to rest. I'm here to sleep. And within a week, I could, could, um, could go, lie down, and within two minutes, I would be asleep. And after 20 minutes, I would wake up. I'm fresh and I could go on again. And what I realized over time, as a complexity of things started um, picking up and uh, lots of projects that I'm busy with, then I realized that my mind is so busy and I didn't, I didn't even consciously realize it. I didn't realize that's the reason why I couldn't sleep. And this one night, uh, my wife, uh, she woke up, I was already awake and I was lying and I was just, I was thinking and I was thinking on, on good things as well and I was thinking on, on solutions to some of the problems and stuff that I'm facing. And she just wakes up and she just looks at me and she says, just remember, your mind does not belong to you. And she turns around and she falls asleep again. Now I've learned when she speaks and when she says something, I have to almost like read between the lines. And I was thinking about this and thinking about this. And then all of a sudden I realized if my mind is not my own, then I have to control it. Because I'm the only one that can control it. And from that very night, my thoughts would go all over the show. And I said, no, I'm here. I'm here to rest. I'm going to sleep now. And it took, a, took me a few minutes to, to get it under control. But from that very night, and it's several weeks now, from that very night, I'm sleeping well at night. If I do wake up, or I uh, do have to wake, um, um, get up uh, to go to the, to the washroom or something, I get back in bed and I fall asleep virtually immediately again. It's so amazing. I'm rested. I get enough sleep, and yet when I wake up, I can look through, um, look at problems. I can come up with solutions, and yet when I decide I'm going to sleep now, I fall asleep. And you can have the same thing in your in your life. So that's why you need rest because I I realized I get edgy, and I I I just want to bite people, and I made a lot of bad decisions. So that is the main thing when you're tired. Never make decisions when you're tired. One of the American presidents, I'm not sure who it is, he apparently said that he does never, that he, he never uh, makes 
decisions after two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Never, because he says at that time you're already, uh, you're halfway through your day and your mind is not as sharp as it's supposed to be. And that goes for you and I as well. So that's what I have to share with you today. I can go on and on with a lot of things not to do, but I think these are the most important things that you should not do uh, when you are faced with problems and with issues and when, um, when things do not uh, work according to plan. So um, don't listen to everyone. Be very selective to you, who you listen to. Uh, you should preferably have someone specific who you submit to, who, who you know you can trust in, in situations like that. That's very important. Don't um, let fear grip you because when you, uh, when you fear things that, um, that you didn't even think uh, is gonna come to you, that is coming to you at the speed of light and uh, don't, don't make decisions when you are tired. So those are a few pointers for you, what not to do, and I'm sure this will, this will help you when you take these and you make it your own and you start applying it in your life. Because remember what we said, there are certain laws that, that operate. God created the heaven and the earth, the whole universe, he created it and he put certain laws in place. And when you and I understand these laws and we work with these laws, with God, then the things work out. And sometimes it does mean that there are adjustments that we have to make, but the main thing is when we work according to those laws, things do work out, even if we have to make course corrections. But if we work against those laws, it's almost as if we're trying to, um, to swim upstream with a, uh, uh, against a very strong current. We don't get anywhere. So that's all I have for you today. Please share this message with a family member or a friend. And if you feel stirred in your heart, please partner with me to get this message out so that we can get the Rise and Shine show even wider, um, wider spread so that we can reach and touch more people's lives. It's really my passion to do that. And you can do that uh, by sharing it or even sharing and contributing financially. And it's to your benefit. As I touch people, I reach people, then you basically share the benefit in that as well. You can go to my website, sunshineharvest.com, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E-H-A-R-V-E-S-T.com, sunshineharvest.com. And even if you just want to chat with me, send me a message, uh, you can get in contact with me there. Thank you so much for listening and be part of the show. I really appreciate you. Have an awesome day. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this show with your friends and family. And if you've been stirred in your heart to get involved and become a partner to help me spread the good news, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E harvest.com. 
I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show.